Hello, beautiful souls. You are listening to Heal, Grow, Love, and this is Tiffany. Thank you so much for pressing play, for joining me today. Let's set an intention together. Let's set an intention that the next minutes that we spend together, that we are deeply connecting, that we are receiving everything that we need for right now. And that we can leave with our hearts full of more love than they were when we pressed play just a moment ago. Deep inhale, deep exhale. Excellent. I just brought through a little Aries full moon transmission. I'm going to let you guys listen to it right away. Um, I do, I am going to be teaching a Reiki master's class. The first class date will be October 30th. And then we'll be meeting kind of once a month or once every three weeks after. And I do have a Reiki level one class coming up next weekend. If that sparks your interest, if you're ready to dive into that, ready for that initiation, let me know. Go to my website, send me a message, whatever you want to reach out. And um, many, many full moon blessings to you. Thank you. beautiful souls. Tiffany here. We are in the Aries full moon right now. I'm just up in my studio lighting some candles. It's funny because I've been going to burn some sweet grass. Feel free to tune into the magic of the sweet grass right now. Smoke is billowing up. providing the sweetest scent and the most relaxing mm, maybe not relaxing but the perfect opportunity to take a deep breath a deep cleansing breath let's do a deep cleansing breath together inhale bring all of that energy into your body welcoming it allowing it to take up space and as it's in your body it's picking up all the little bits that you no longer need, all of the stress that you may have accumulated over time, all of the energy that's not yours. And with that deep exhale, you've probably taken a couple breaths by now and that's okay. Letting all of that go. Letting it all go. Man, this Aries energy, I know Aries energy really well because I am an Aries and I'm an Aries sun. Luckily, I have a Taurus moon to keep me grounded, keep me calm, keep me peaceful. And then I have a Sagittarius, Sagittarius rising. So a lot of fire energy. That's why I always, it's funny, I I found that I often record these podcast episodes near water, like near the river or near the lake or near the ocean or somewhere where I have some water around me because it soothes all the fire in me and, and lets it's almost like it soothes down that fire and then creates space for greater creativity and greater flow. But I'm up in my studio right now where I feel that strongly as well. Oh, and this Aries energy has been it's been pretty intense. Aries is an intense sign. It's passionate, fiery, purposeful. Um 
Aries energy can really set us, it can really be a powerful initiator. It's the first sign of the zodiac, which means it is a powerful initiator. It likes to start things. It doesn't always like to finish them. <laughs> As an Aries person, I can attest to that. I get excited about things, I get going on them, and then sometimes they just peter out. So I have to really create opportunities to to harness the momentum of them when they happen and also trust that sometimes things fall away because they need to fall away. I'm also a manifesting generator so I am here to start things and um, yeah create those initiations, create those beginnings and um, and see some of them through and trust the ones that do come through and trust the ones that don't and that's kind of where we all are right now and it's been a lot of intensity. So Aries energy can also make us, it, it's a little fiery or not a little fiery. It's very fiery. So it can make us quick to um, speak out what's on our mind. It can make us kind of quick. It can make us a bit argumentative, like, like it, it, that passion, that fire comes up behind those things that we feel strongly about, or maybe even we're just picking up on some of that fiery energy in the air and it comes out of us in ways that we didn't intend for it to. Um, that happens a lot. We can be pretty... Aries energy can create... It can be really outspoken. It can, like, you know, speak before... Like, like I've gotten in trouble lots of times for... Not so much as I've gotten older, but definitely when I was younger, um, for words tumbling out of my mouth before my brain caught up with them, for just, like, things spewing out of my mouth and um and it can also be a bit naive in the sense that um in the sense that it is like that first sign of the zodiac so if you think about the zodiac as going through different phases of life it would be kind of like an infant so Aries people can be naive in the sense that they trust that everything's going to work out that they trust in people that they're that they are um yeah, just just extra trusting of of people and circumstances and life in general. Whereas, you know, the last sign, a Pisces sign or an Aquarian sign is going to be a lot more reserved in those senses because they've kind of been through life. Um, they've had that, you know, when you go through, as you go through life, you have the experience of being burned through life or, you know, challenges coming along and, and what what that can all look like. And so you tend to be a bit more reserved, a bit more careful. Whereas Aries is like, you know, they haven't been, they're, they're just fresh in the world. So naive like a child, which can also, you know, they can also be people who are eternally optimistic because of that, which is awesome. You know, they're, they're, we're going to look at the bright side. You're going to be looking at the bright side. Um, and it can create really powerful manifestations because, the biggest thing that creates our manifestations is our belief in the fact that they can come true. And Aries believe that anything is possible. Aries believe that, you know, that they are worthy and deserving of everything that they desire because they're, you know, they're the bait. Like, you know, you think of an infant, like whatever that infant wants, it's going to demand, right? Until it's given it. Um, same with Aries. Maybe, in, you know, a little bit more of a more of a different way but maybe not like maybe you know that fire might come out and and really get clear in what an Aries wants and so all of these energies are kind of coming in to our life right now 
and you might be noticing those sparks, that spark, right? And Aries is the first fire sign. It's the first sign of all. But if you were to think about the three fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Aries is like the spark that begins the fire. It's the first initial like, boom, and then the fire goes whoosh up, right? That is Aries energy. That energy when a when when you know when a big stack of wood just suddenly like takes up and it starts burning so hot. And Leo energy is more of the burning hot fire, right? The coals of the fire, a strong burning fire, um, strong burning energy within them, fiery, fiery strength and power and, and a, maybe a bit more endurance in that sense. And then Sagittarius is like the smoke at the end of the fire. When the fire goes out and it has its last like whoosh, or those embery coals at the very end of a fire, it has that, it has, it, it's the, it's the kind of the final transformation of the, of it. And, and as such, it can be a really deeply spiritual sign. And, um, and, you know, it is the traveler, it kind of goes up in smoke and travels wherever the wind takes it. And, um, yeah, anyways, back to the Aries energy. I feel like my energy is bouncing all around right now. I'm tuning into this this energy and it's making me feel really, really activated. So I hope that you're all feeling activated as well. One of the things that that I wanted to really pull through today is that I know that this Aries energy can feel overwhelming if you're not used to it. Um, it can feel a little crazy even and and it can feel really intense. But like I said, underneath of that, like like the positive sides of Aries is this joy, this optimism, this um, creativity and and ideas and ability to go and, and start something new and fresh. So let's just take a minute together to tune in and just check in with how we're feeling personally right now. If you stop and pause and take a breath and just ask, what am I feeling in my body right now? Where in my body? Am I busy in my mind? Aries is ruled, Aries rules the head in medical astrology. And so sometimes that can um, create more tension in the head, more busyness in the head, more of a headachey feeling. So if you've been experiencing something like that, um, you know, make sure to drink lots of water, stay really hydrated, um, and know that that can be something that comes up. What is your heart feeling? What are your toes feeling? Just take a minute to scan all the way through and tune into the general feeling in your body. Hmm. And now I want you to, with eyes closed, as long as you're not driving, if you're driving, save this for later, or let yourself kind of just hear the words and become aware of it without endangering yourself or others. <laughs> so I want you to just let yourself envision your energy as though you're going to wring it out. Okay, I want you to wring out any sort of stress, tension, anxiety that may have built up in you. 
you might see yourself like a sponge, like a towel. You might see your body twisting and turning. However that comes through, trust that vision. Trust your own process. And just let yourself ask, can I, can I release some of this tension or stress that might be in my field? And as it feels like you're wringing it out, as it feels like it's flushing out and moving away, notice how much stress you might have been carrying. It's interesting to think of. In a lot of my work, I, you can just keep going through this and letting it go and go and go until you feel empty of stress and anxiety and tension. In my work, I focus a lot on clearing things that become attached to us. In my work, I focus a lot on clearing things that are not ours. Sometimes in that process, we might miss that we're carrying a lot of stress that was ours, right? And so it remains in our field. It remains in our, you know, it, it fills up our energy and it can lead us to feeling really overwhelmed. So it's important to make sure that when you're, you know, when you're practicing releasing these energies that you also just take a minute to wring out that stress, anxiety, all those feelings that maybe were yours. And so if you use that wording, release what is not mine, that might stay. And we, but we don't need it anymore, right? And so then we're going to reaffirm within us. And I want you to just visualize and see a river pouring through you. I don't need to hold on to stress. I happily let it move through my body. I happily let a river of healing energy clear and maintain a field that cannot hold stress. Feel into that. Find some words that maybe feel like your own to create a powerful statement to create a powerful boundary within your energetic field and know that you can come back and do this over and over and over again as much as you need to. Oh, doesn't that feel good? Okay. So now let's talk a little bit more about this Aries energy. I want to share, I just want to share something with you about, um, like, you know, when we're feeling this tension and if you need to keep reaffirming, keep squeezing out more stress, you keep going, you do your process. I'm just going to share a little bit more with you as it's coming through and what's been kind of rolling around within me for the last few days. And I've, I've tried to sit down and record it a few times, but now is now is the time i guess so now it's now it's working out <sighs> um aries is ruled by the god M mars i was going to say mercury that's funny um ruled by the god mars and mars is a couple of things mars is the god of war and mars is the god of agriculture 
Now I want you to think about and just ponder God of War. What does that, when I say those words, when that comes into your awareness, what does that invoke within you? What kind of thoughts, feelings, associations, sensations is that idea invoking in you? You might be like, oh, we're in the full moon of Aries and it's ruled by the god of war. No wonder why, you know, we're feeling like we're at war. Maybe we're at war with ourselves. Maybe we're at war in our family. Maybe at war in within a friendship, a business, a relationship, somewhere in our life. At war with, you know, money, food, medicine, uh, the systems that we, you know, that we use, like, what does that really mean to be at war with that? Because I know that those words can conjure up sensations of feeling like, um, of, of aggression and maybe like even hatred or fighting. It can really conjure up a lot of negative feelings, for lack of a better word, right? It can really conjure up a lot of intensity, but what if we were to really like pull back our lens? Okay, so that's our, maybe, maybe that was your initial feeling. Maybe it wasn't. And then we pull back that lens and we start to think about like, well, why would I go to war against something else? Someone else? Like, like what is, why would one choose to go to war? Well, it's because you're, feeling passionate enough to protect something. And most likely within all of that, we're feeling like we need to protect our freedom. We're feeling like we need to protect our safety, our security. And we're needing to feel, this is, this is where I'm, I've been really playing around with, with this God and what he means to me is protecting a protector of peace truly and you know politics and modern wars aside truly one would go to war in order to protect the peace it's not going to war we, we don't go to war to fight for the sake of fighting we go to war because we feel that there's something worth fighting for And so taking that into consideration, being, you know, like the, it's interesting, right? When we start to feel into these, these concepts and gods and planets and, and the energies that they're bringing in, what does that really mean to us? What do you feel in your body that you want to fight for? What are you feeling in your body that you're wanting to protect Or in your home, in your life, right? Where is this coming up? And then, and then knowing that we have this energy that is, you know, I'm, I'm going to say Aries energy is impulsive. That's another really good word. So when we have this fiery energy that is quite impulsive, can we dial it back and make sure that we are going to war, that we are fighting for the things that really, really matter to us? And so it's a good time to kind of watch what comes up in your body and, 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 and allow that, allow yourself to notice what those triggers are, what those feelings are that you're feeling 
like you might jump into, um, you know, a bit of heat, a bit of, you know, jump into with a bit of that fiery energy and just pause and be like, okay, is this, is this where I, is this something that I want to fight for? Is this worth it? Or am I being triggered? And, and maybe even taking it back to, to, you know, what's causing that and letting that, you know, create an opportunity for us to heal and grow and embody more love. (laughs) That's interesting though, right? And when we're thinking about protection, you know, the god of war protecting our peace, he's also the god of agriculture. So he also created, he also came in and created this this opportunity where we could grow our food. And and previously to him watching over this, you know, it was very, um, you know, hunter-gatherer kind of hoping to find food but very hand to mouth very wild and and quite unstable in that right and the gift of agriculture that it, the gift that agriculture has given to us is food security hopefully right or the ability to to even like stay and settle in one place and create home whereas people before would have had to have been a lot more nomadic because they would have had to travel around finding food and not necessarily been able to settle into one place, right? And so so within this gift of agriculture has given us the gift to create a home. And in that home, we want, to cr- we want to protect the peace and we want to protect our safety and our security. It's just a really interesting way to, to feel into that that energy of of Mars because there's so much I feel like it's quite easy to jump to a conclusion that is quite intense or dark or even somewhat negative right when when we could step back and allow our perspective to change and then we can really work with those energies as they're coming through for us now so yeah I feel pretty good about that. I'm going to leave you guys here. Um, Make sure, yeah, let yourself release that extra energy, that extra stuff. Let yourself use this as an opportunity to initiate something that has been burning, you know, a burning passion of yours that wants to, wants to express and move out into the world. Um, And, and let yourself feel into what, you know, what, what you're wanting to fight for and making sure that you're keeping you're allowing your actions and your words to truly match what you are wanting to fight for and 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 to rein back maybe a bit of that impulsive energy of Aries to kind of fight for everything. <laughs> mm, we do. Aries energy will definitely, you might find yourself in a heated debate over the next few days or in the last couple of days. Um, Aries energy likes to to get fiery to communicate to I know I like I've for me personally speaking and if you know me I'm sure that we've probably been in a conversation like this where I will often argue a side that like like often in circumstances I can see both sides and so if someone's coming at me really strong with one side I will argue the other side just to help them just to like because I can see it all and even though I'm not like maybe pro what I'm arguing for or or con, you know what I mean? Like like either way, it's just like I can, I don't know, I have this way of seeing kind of why everyone would feel the way they feel. And so 
but it's gotten me in many, many, many heated debates because I just want to expand what I see and help others see it. And, and, and I think there's something for me, and I'm not sure if this is an Aries quality or not, but it's almost like it's frustrating for me when people are quite narrow minded because I see such a broad spectrum. But then, you know, the Aries part is that I do see it with a lot of optimism, which I'm grateful for. Um, but so almost like when someone is really hard one way, really black or white, like it, I don't know, it like it gets under my skin, not in a way that it's like triggering and bothersome, but it's like, it like irritates me. And I'm like, how can you not see, how can you not have compassion for this other possibility, this other perspective, you know, like, like let's open up into greater levels of compassion for one another and with one another. And, and, and it kind of is sparking something that's been coming up as well the last couple of days, just as I'm speaking this about how in our minds, like we've seen this, this thing kind of moving through with this cancel culture and all of this, all of these different agendas and ideas and um, different things moving through life. And rather than add to what we know, there's this, there's this part of the human brain. I don't know why it does it. I'm sure it's like for safety and survival at some point, but where instead of adding to what we know, it's like we cancel and remove, and this isn't everyone, but you can see it like in the collective, you can see it in society where it, where the old idea is canceled and removed and then replaced with the new idea. Instead of adding the new idea to the old idea and creating like, you know, adding that together and then having it equal something that makes sense. Instead of adding to our intelligence and using our critical thinking to come up with, you know, something that, that truly makes sense. It's like in our society lately, it's just been this cancel out of the old and replaced with the new. And the pendulum has just been swinging back and forth, back and forth without allowing space to move in the middle and and that's where like intelligence truly lives is that space in the middle where we can see all of the perspectives and create win-win scenarios instead of like one lose you know this scenario loses completely and now it's been replaced with this one you know like it's just like such an incredible pendulum swing that truly never makes sense like that's why when we you know when we think about I don't know I don't even really want to get into all those things um but just to yeah yeah it's it's just an interesting thing to allow this energy to kind of you know as children we keep adding and adding and adding new information into our minds and then at some point in life we stop that where we're like oh and this is the bad thing and now this is the good thing right? Like, oh no, I know the best way to do that. That way doesn't work at all, even though that way probably works fine. And maybe you can add to it and make it even better. We, you know, whatever, whatever that is, right? We see it in so many different avenues. And so I guess I'm just 
as I'm channeling this through, as this is moving through, as these ideas are swirling through, you know, just the idea of taking that childlike wonder that Aries can have and, and allowing it to expand your intelligence and allow it to grow and move in, in new ways. Allow it to add new information on top of the old information and allowing that to amalgamate into something more true, more beautiful, more intelligent than, than it was before. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for pressing play, for joining me here today. I wish you the happiest, most graceful Aries full moon and beyond. And I look forward to connecting with you again. From my heart to yours, I am sending so much love as always. Hmm. So let's set an intention that right now as we're connecting we're allowing healing energy to come through we're allowing whatever it is that we might need to receive to come through we're allowing ourselves to be open to receiving it and we're trusting in the process we're trusting that as we come through we're receiving the energy that comes through these transmissions and that we can take whatever it is that we need to take and move forward with, whether that is some beautiful healing energy, whether that is um, the full message of transmission that comes through, whether that is a little point, a little aha moment that we take to ponder, to contemplate on our own. Maybe a realization or maybe we know that we need to share it with a friend. Whatever that is, just allow that to Allow ourselves to be open to receive whatever that is and to trust that we can leave behind whatever it is that we might not need in this time together. Take a nice deep breath in and release on the exhale, full release. All right. I've had a few things swirling around, but Today, in this moment, right now, what I want to share is is that you are probably better than you think you are, is that you are probably more healed, more loving, carrying more light than you might perceive yourself to be. And I want to give you permission to pause and ask yourself the question, what if... I have no more baggage. What if my triggers could be left alone? What if I am perfect the way that I am? What if I allowed more of my truest soul's expression to flow through me? How would that feel? What would that look like? Can I allow that to be possible? Take a deep breath and just sense into what you're feeling right now. We have a couple of eclipses right now that are really creating an intensity, but... 
I was just, I was just kind of connecting to someone and, and I know, you know, the last few episodes, if you've been with me since the summer, maybe you've, you've heard me talk about this, this detachment that's coming through this need to, to detach from things. And I think sometimes we can get really caught in our healing. And if we become triggered by an old trigger, we can feel like we aren't there. We can feel like we, you know, we must have so much more work to do. We must have, you know, we must just be plagued and and beaten down with all of these layers of trauma and trigger and programming and and all of these things. And this is a really normal way to feel, right? The moment that we kind of slip out of control, we can be like, we can, we can blame that on not being healed enough I feel like there's another term I'm trying to pull it through but I'm just gonna let whatever comes through come through now and I just want to remind you that your healing doesn't come from a place of being done and being complete your healing or your growth or your self is your life is a practice and so healing comes in the practice of doing what you need to do and sometimes that will come two steps forward and sometimes that will come two steps fast I know I've taken I've I've spoken a lot about um also in the past go ahead and check up previous episodes if you're new here um but about like taking radical responsibility for our lives and about how we can, about how important that is. But I want you to know as well, that goes for everyone. So it, other people's stuff is their problem. And if it's upsetting us, we do need to stop and reflect and figure out what that is. But also, could we just stop and be like, could we just stop and observe it? Could we just be the compassionate witness? Could we just let this go by us, even if these people are important people to us? Can we recognize that their life is their life and they're going to make their choices? They're going to live their lifestyle. They're going to be themselves as much as they possibly can in this moment. And that's okay. And we are too. And so where we get to choose our experience of that is in our response to it. And sometimes that might mean that you have a, a, a feeling of being triggered by it, a feeling of being upset. Maybe you think they aren't living up to their potential. Maybe you think they're a bitch. Maybe you think they're um, making all these wrong choices. Whatever that is, that's their experience to fulfill and live out. And even if it touches into your experience, even if it moves through your experience, can you just observe it? Is it possible? And this does come from a place of probably doing some work if there are things that really trigger you. But what if you just stopped and allowed yourself to witness it and be like, oh, that's interesting. They're doing that. And even if you felt a little response to it, even if you felt something come up, what if you just stopped and became aware of your feelings 
and then chose to respond differently than you did before. Chose to have a different conversation with them than you did before. Choose to have a different conversation with yourself than you did before. Is that possible? Can we let ourselves be radically responsible for our own feelings, our own responses? And can we let other people be responsible for their own feelings? If someone were to come up to you, if someone were walking up to you on the street, (coughs) excuse me, and you didn't know them, and they said, you're ugly, you'd probably just be like, whatever, you're a dick, and you'd keep walking. Maybe if you had feelings about that, you know, looking a certain way, then you might feel a little bit triggered. But for the most part, like this random stranger, whatever. Or if they were to come up to you and be like, hey, you're an asshole. You'd be like, yeah, whatever. But if someone that you loved came up to you and was like, hey, you're being an asshole, you might take that a different way, right? And all that we can really do is decide the relationships that we want to have with people and let that be. So we can choose to have a relationship where we say, okay, this isn't really healthy for me to be this close to this person. So I'm going to step back. And not only am I going to step back physically, but I'm going to take a step back out of their energy. I'm going to let their energy be. Is that possible? And for myself, can I recognize that even if these little things are triggering me, like maybe there's something we need to look at, or is it a practice of continuing to let go? Because our healing is a practice. It's not something that is linear. It's not like one day we're, we're just done. One day we're just, you know, a perfect person. Maybe what happens, but like, probably not. So, so is it possible to just be better than we were before? And even if we slip up and make a mistake, can we try better next time? Can we, can we give that kindness to ourselves? If our friend, if we had one of the, you know, you sometimes have those friends that are like real fiery and they might like, you know, say something and you're like, oh, that's just her. Can we... And I mean, sometimes you might set a boundary and be like, hey, don't be an asshole. But you know what I mean? Like sometimes there's things where we're just like, oh, yeah, that's that's that. And we don't take it too personally. Right. Can we can we do that for ourselves, too? Can we be that kind and forgiving to ourselves? Or even if we get triggered by something or even if something bothers us, we stop and we go, no, I'm going to choose something different. I'm going to choose to not let that bother me. I'm going to choose to let that be their story and let them have it. I don't need to be in this story anymore. I can actually just step away and find freedom from that. Is that possible? I think it is. I think that is like where we just find so much freedom And it's where it's something that we're practicing each and every day, you know. My dog runs over to the neighbor's house and barks their dogs, even though I tell him not to over and over again. I still forgive him. 
I don't think that he, that's a reflection of like an issue that I have. Well, maybe I need to train him better, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I don't, I don't need to internalize that more than, okay, now this is something that we need to, you know, be more on top of this behavior before it gets to where I don't want it to go. Can we, can we retrain, reprogram, rewire ourselves and know that it's going to come in the moments that we are doing it over and over and over again? You know, like, I don't know. I help people with these healings, these things all the time. And I am pretty proud of the work that I can do with people. It's pretty magical. And there are so many other magical healing modalities. But at the end of the day, everyone walks out of my studio, everyone walks out of, you know, a yoga class, a healing retreat, a massage, a whatever they're whatever you're doing, a human design reading, whatever it is that you're doing, everyone walks out of those things. Maybe with some more information, maybe feeling a bit more grounded about themselves. But they still need to continually practice whatever it is that might have come up. I always say as a healer, like it's my, I'm like, I, I can, as a gardener, you know, I can come to your garden. I can help you pull the weeds. I can point out to you where the weeds are growing and, and why that's happening. But when I leave, you still need to maintain your own garden. Right? And, and, and that is, you know, we might be seeking out these really magical modalities that give us great insight and are really help us to create powerful shifts. But then still in those moments, those things are going to come back and trigger us. I think of, uh, of, of someone that I know, a client that I had who went away to do a bunch of healing work. And when they came back, they were a different person for a few months. They really had integrated a lot, so much. And then old patterns started repeating right away, not right away, after a few months, old patterns started repeating the same way that they did because now they were faced with the, the triggers. Now they were faced to integrate the work that they've done. And so if you're someone who's done a lot of work and you're still feeling triggers, I want you to know that that doesn't mean that the work you didn't did hasn't been important. And it doesn't mean that you have piles and piles more of that type of work to do. I just want you to know that it's it comes in the practice. It comes in the, the lived experience. It comes in the integration of the moments that we have each and every day. None of us are perfect beings. And all we can do is find ways to create more peace within ourselves. And that's all. We can't create more peace in another person. We can't have another person create more peace within us. It's up to us to create our own peace. Hmm.